The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. We're glad you found us. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Move through blocks and fulfill your passion and purpose. This is Stop Stopping Yourself with your host, Vincent Jenna. Well, get good afternoon out there on the east side of the country and good morning, Central and Pacific time. I'm your host, Vincent Jenna. Welcome to Stop Stopping Yourself. This is going to be an intense show over the next several weeks really touching on the things that keep you from manifesting and creating the lives you want. Um, I've had 36 years of experience in the metaphysical, spiritual, and and psychotherapy field, psychology fields, and I'm going to use all that I can to help you unblock, release, and stop sabotaging yourselves and stop stopping yourselves so you can become unstoppable. Create the lives that you want. So welcome and thank you for joining me on my inaugural show here, January 30th. Um, I'm in Raleigh, North Carolina, so I am not as frigid as some of you are experiencing right now in other parts of the country. I'm sending out uh, waves of warm energy. I hope you feel them. And as we get this discussion going, I'm telling you, the heat and energy will build up and it'll warm you to the core of your bones and very soul. So over the next few weeks, we're going to be touching on the subjects because very psychological as well as spiritual. Here's the thing. We are body, mind, and spirit. And when we take a spiritual journey, sometimes we wind up focusing so much on the spiritual journey that we tend to neglect the body and the mind. Well, A lot of my background, besides being metaphysical, is psychological with some of my training. So I can get into the depth of everyone's psyche to be able to share with you the the different uh, phenomenon that is getting in the way and and the different things psychologically that can cause you to self-sabotage, it can cause you to block out um, your passions and your purpose. And we're going to talk a lot about that over the next several weeks. So come on and join me with that each week and you will learn something new. At least that's what I'm hoping for. Bring your questions. This this second half of the show is going to be about answering calls and uh, really focusing on that which you know is a problem in your current life. And we'll talk more about that a little bit later. But today, I would like this show to begin talking about how to use 2018 to create a better 2019. Now, we just started a new year, and I'm constantly hearing people say and seeing posts on Facebook, man, am I glad 2018 is over. Oh, wow. You know, let's get rid of that year. And and people are 
constantly doing that year after year and making new resolutions for the new year, trying to create a different and a better life. And that's a natural thing for all of us to want to do. However, however, we go through a wrong process of creating new things. We think that in order to create something new in our lives, we have to get rid of the old. And I say that we actually have to use the old in order to create the new. Getting rid of the past doesn't make a better future. Using it does. Okay, so what we're going to be discussing today is how to use 2018 in order to make it better 2019. So your entire past actually matters in every step that you take towards tomorrow. Even focusing on today, you're still being influenced by all those circumstances and the situations that you went through in the past. So it's kind of a, a, a ridiculous and, and futile idea to forget about your past. It's actually easier to amputate your arm or leg than it is to amputate your past. It follows you wherever you go. You're an accumulation of your entire lifetime. You don't go from one years old and then you become two and now you're two years old and that's all there is and then four and then 14, then 20, 30, 50, and 70. You actually accumulate year after year after year. So all of you, all of you from beginning until now is an accumulation of who you are. So to think that you can cut out any aspects of that life is actually a completely wasted idea. And we hear it all the time. Not only do we hear it in my profession and in the psychology fields, but we also hear it in the, the new age and the new thought movements and philosophies that many, many luminaries are teaching out there. And it's not that they are wrong. So I'm not saying that you're supposed to be focusing on all the things that happened to you and reliving them over and over and over again but you're actually supposed to be using them and paying attention to what the beliefs and what the circumstances amounted to in order to change what you want, okay? So, for example, let's talk about 2018. 2018 for many people was very traumatic. There was a lot of loss for people. I know... Um, Many of my clients that have contacted me over the year have expressed how they lost loved ones that had passed. Uh, many people had situations such as job loss, physical health issues, relationship uh, stressors, and and estrangements, okay, um, even divorces, separations, breakups, um, conflict, uh, besides all of the other health issues that people have been experiencing this past year. And so, obviously, it's natural for people to want to get past that. Okay, oh my goodness, thank goodness, January turned the corner, it's 2019 now, and I can start fresh all over again. And, and, and here's the thing to that. No, you cannot start fresh 
unless you have a fresh belief and a fresh idea. Anyone who is in the metaphysical or spiritual realm, by this point, if you're listening to this radio show, chances are you have an understanding or at least a, a, a slight um, knowledge of the law of attraction and manifesting and our abilities to create um, everything that we want, our unlimited ability to tap into the force, to the God force, to whatever you want to call it. Okay, to be able to use that force to manifest what it is you want in your life. A matter of fact, that force works naturally, whether we're paying attention to it or not. So we are constantly manifesting either what we want or we don't want and either consciously or unconsciously. And it's actually your thoughts that feed into your beliefs that determine what you're going to manifest. So I'd like to clear that concept up. Everybody keeps saying that your thoughts create. In actuality, your thoughts will feed your beliefs and the beliefs that lie deep within you, deep inside your unconscious mind. Thoughts create those beliefs. It's actually the beliefs that are tapped in to the law of attraction and the power that cause the manifesting. So whatever you believe deep down inside is actually what you're going to manifest. And that's the reason why so many people say, well, I have real positive thoughts. I'm a positive person and I really believe in myself and I believe in this and I believe in that, but I still can't manifest what I want. Well, that's because thoughts alone don't create and manifest. Beliefs do. But it's the thoughts that empower the beliefs. So here's what we have to do in order to make a better 2019. We have to change the beliefs and the thoughts. So if you've not changed anything from 2018 using your experiences, um, either through assessing how the year went, um, changing some of your, your concepts and behaviors and thoughts about things, you're going to produce another 2018. You're going to recreate exactly what you created in 2018, and you'll do that in 2019, 2020, and for the rest of your physical lives here on Earth. Here is the thing that we each have to understand. And this is what this show is about. It isn't about all the conscious beliefs that you think you have. It's about the unconscious beliefs that you don't know you have. We'll get further into that as the weeks progress. But most of us right now don't believe what we think we believe. Because if we did, we'd be manifesting exactly what we want because we are not manifesting what we want, and most of the time we're manifesting what we don't want, that is more of a sign of what you are truly believing deep down. Again, deep down within the psyche. So here you had 2018, all your experiences, be it good ones, um, 
complacent ones, hardly anything that changed or happened good or bad or all these horrible things that happened to you. No matter what it was that has happened to you within 2018, if you want 2019 to be good, you have to change something. Okay, so this is how you use 2018. And I'm going to ask for people to be calling in in the second half of the hour. And, and I'll tell you what it is that I want you to call in with in just a moment. But right now, I want you to think about the things that you experienced in 2018. What were the good things? What were some of the negative things that you experienced? For example, my wife and I had an incredible 2018. We did nothing but travel literally in all different places of the world. Besides traveling all over the country for pleasure and enjoyable business events that I had, we also traveled out of the country. We had a chance to visit Italy and we toured um, Venice and Florence and Rome and Tuscany. It, it was an amazing uh, time that we had and, and such a, uh, incredible experiences and people that we met along the way. And, and then in July, because we were celebrating 40 years of marriage, we took a river cruise and we went from Switzerland all the way up into Amsterdam, and all along the way had the most incredible experiences, met the most wonderful people on the, the ship, made friends, new friends, and it was just amazing time for the, the entire year. And sure, in between those times, we had bouts of some minor illnesses and, and circumstances we had to deal with. But that's the part of a physical world and physical life. We're going to do that. It's like if you drive a car, you're going to get a flat tire every so often. But that doesn't mean that you have to end up in a six-car pileup. And certainly the world around us was still continuing with their experiences. And it was sad as well because we had a dear friend of uh, lose somebody, lose a child, uh, very close to us and, and, and them. So yes, there was some painful things in between that. But in the meantime, the entire year was spectacular. And we really attribute that to the beliefs we've, we hold and the journey that we take. We tend to always see that is something positive. Uh, people always use the example of the glass half empty or half full. And neither my wife and I look at it as being either. We look at it as being, well, that's what I'm supposed to have. I just drank part of it. So now I've got the rest to drink. So it's never whether it's enough. It's exactly what it's supposed to be because I created that. So it, that, that is not a, a negative view, obviously. And of course, we like to look at it as a positive view, but it's more of an attitude than it is a view. It's the attitude that we take in life that, that actually feeds and comes from, so it, it's a back and forth process, comes from your belief. So you know you have established healthy beliefs when your attitudes are healthy. So we kind of attribute that 2018 was such a spectacular year for us because we fed into it um, and we deserve that time and believe that we deserve that time. 
whereas others um, I know did not have a good time. And I know that I, I, I get a lot of phone calls going, well, we deserve a good time too, and life just sucked, and we had all of these bad problems. But here's the thing, people, and this is my point, and this is what you need to be able to listen to and accept, uh, especially if you're listening to Unity Online Radio and you have any of these spiritual concepts and understanding, you have to begin to eliminate the concept of victimization. The only experience you do have in victimization is you are a victim of your own beliefs. That is the bottom line. There is no victimization in the universe. There is no randomness in this universe. Everything is in perfect balance and order, which is why things are able to evolve and develop and continue. Just think about the human body alone. It's in perfect balance and harmony. Yes, there are sometimes things get thrown off, but that's not because of victimization within the body. That's because something goes out of balance. But as long as it remains in balance, nothing randomly happens. Everything happens for a specific purpose. And so you can expand that concept and understanding universally and worldwide. So everything that happens to us is going to happen because of some specific reason. And it's not a random reason. So if you eliminate the concept of victimization, then you understand, or at least can try to understand, that 2018 was manifested and created somehow, some way, consciously or unconsciously, by you. Therefore, in order to make 2019 better, you have to change the beliefs and the behaviors that you had in 2018. So I want you to think about this as you're listening to me. And on the other side of the hour, here's what I want you to call in with. And I will answer as many calls as possible. I want you to think of the worst thing that happened to you in 2018, and I want you to call in sharing that, and I'm going to do my best to help you turn that in to some type of a positive that will help you change 2019. Because here's the thing, if you leave 2018 and all your experiences behind, chances are you will recreate another 2018, another series of negative events because negative begats negative within 2019. And think about how it started already. Possibly you've already done those things. And here's the other, the flip side of that is if you've created wonderful things for yourself in 2018, let's perpetuate that and recreate some of those things even more in 2019. So, Think about those things. Think about the things. Think about the beliefs you've had. Now, listen. 
Specifically in the United States lately, it's been really difficult listening to all the news items of mass killings and and prejudice and racism and all of that nonsense that's been going around and people lashing out at each other. It makes it really difficult for each of us to have these positive attitudes. Well, how much of that fed into your own lives, whether it be consciously or unconsciously? How much of that literally, literally changed the way you believe or um, exacerbated the way you believed? How much of it brought anger to the surface? When I'm dealing with my clients, I get calls from people all over the world, but particularly in the United States, I've been getting a lot of people trying to figure out how to deal with their angers. And I understand that. We, We become angered particularly when there are injustices. And actually, anger is a natural response from injustices. Rage is not. When we want to hurt someone else or we feel so much anger that we it affects our lives, like people say, I can't watch the news because it just brings me down. I just want to hurt somebody when I watch the news. Well, then you shouldn't be watching the news. But also, watching that type of negativity shouldn't be affecting yours. If you are an extremely positive person and you really believe the way you should be believing about your own magnificence, your divinity, that you are connected to a higher source and greater being, if you really truly believe all of that, that would feed you enough love to counter the anger that you may be feeling. In fact, it may even inspire you to do something about it. It may inspire you and motivate you to want to go out and help people, be a light, become part of a, a, an organization or a movement that's trying to positively change things with, without force and without violence. That's what your anger and positive anger can do with injustices. Blessed are the righteous for righteousness sake. That's exactly what Jesus meant when he, when he spoke those words. There is a righteous reason to stand up towards those injustices. But we're not supposed to be attacking anyone, including ourselves. So think about the times that you went through during 2018 and what fed into that. Did individual experiences of other people and circumstances also feed into that and bring you down? Like I know a um, very, very close and dear friend of my wife and I for many, many, many years. I, we were actually there when their children were born. Our children basically grew up together on different parts, sides of the country, but it didn't matter. We shared their experiences all the time. Well, they experienced the loss of their child, um, Jeremy, who was 36 years old and was just found um, dead one morning. And it was extremely sad. And I immediately, both my wife and I immediately could could empathize and, and know that their hearts were breaking. And they, they were very close family to start with. So it was very difficult for us to to not feel that hurt and, and our compassion and our ability to care about each other is going to allow you to share in somebody else's grief and hurt but the one thing that it didn't do is bring us down 
they had the right to go down, the parents, mom and dad, and the sister, and the, and the brother-in-law, and all of their family members. They had the right to feel saddened and depressed and hurt. But we didn't have to go there with them because that's what allowed us to be a support and to sit there and listen to them. And that's the capacity we have as humans. We can certainly empathize with people's pains and hurts, but we don't have to take them on ourselves because we're not going to understand what anybody feels when they lose somebody that they love so dearly unless we've gone through that experience ourselves. So we can still remain at a strong point for them. So when you look at the other things that go through life that can bring you down and the sadness that goes with it, that actually motivates me more to want to do more, to be strong for people, to go out there and, and be an ear when somebody needs to just talk. So Understand that we have different capacities, and the most important capacity is to be able to separate somebody else's experiences from our own. So somehow, some way, one, we can continue with our own lives, and two, we can be of service and help to those going through those pains. That's the reason why we can detach like that, yet we can cry with them. Interestingly, the parable about Jesus going when Lazarus died, and he went to the sisters and the family after Lazarus had died, and he cried because the sisters were feeling so much anguish and pain at Lazarus's death. He did not cry that Lazarus died because he knew that there was no death, not to mention that he probably knew he was going to bring him back to life anyway. But he felt the hurt and the pain coming from the sisters, and his compassion and empathy allowed him to cry with them. But what did he do right afterwards? He went on to do his work and brought Lazarus back in the story. So whether it be an actual literal event or a metaphysical meaning, what the message is, is that even in death, there is no death. And when you open your heart enough, you can bring back to life that which you thought you lost. And so it's a matter of the way we deal with the circumstances in our lives. So think about, we've, we've got a few seconds left in this half of the hour. Think about... Those experiences you had in 2018, call in with the hardest one you had, and let's see if I can turn that into a positive outlook for 2019. Thank you for listening, and I'll be right back on the other side of this half hour. You're listening to Unity Online Radio, and I'm so thrilled that you're joining me today on my inaugural show. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world.
It takes you to power Unity Online Radio. If you'd like to make a positive difference in the world, you can by contributing to this global ministry. Unity Online Radio relies on listeners like you to support our broadcasts that send our messages out to an awakening world. Go to unityonlineradio.org and click on Donate today. Here's a Unity Teachable Moment with Rev. Blair Tabor from Unity San Diego, taken from a talk called Sacred Service, The Ultimate Spiritual Growth. Who we are and who we perceive ourselves to be as human beings is just such a small part of who we are as spiritual beings. Remember the phrase that I like, you know, Emily Cady says, God did not make you be spiritual pygmies, but spiritual giants. You know, and do we live as if we're spiritual giants? No, we don't. We live, we live as if we're you know, weak human beings. You know, we're spiritual giants. We need to live that way in our lives. So we have to let go of the ego. It's a challenge because we spent so much energy and focus on, on our ego, on dressing a certain way and talking a certain way and looking a certain way and, and lining ourselves in certain ways to, to uphold that ego identity. But as we're willing to let that go, let it be permeable to spirit, then what we find is we're connected to that infinite oneness that is God. To find a Unity Church near you, visit unity.org. Join spiritual teacher and author Suzanne Giesman for a transformational retreat April 11th to the 14th at Unity Village in Kansas City. The whole purpose of this retreat, three nights, four days of celebrating together, a group of kindred spirits gathered on these holy grounds to celebrate who we are, to realize, to feel it, to experience that we are sacred. For more information on the Holy You Retreat, visit unity.org and click events. Would you like to show your support for Unity Online Radio? You can donate easily on your phone by texting the word VOICE to 50555 and donate $10 to support Unity Online Radio. It's easy to do, and your offering will help us keep inspirational and positive programming on the air. Remember, just text the word VOICE to 50555 and support your favorite shows on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. If you have struggled with low self-esteem and body acceptance, it's time to experience radical self-love with Dr. Ramdesh and the Body Temple. Every Thursday at 4 p.m. Central, Ramdesh guides you to live a more empowered life. Gain a deeper love and acceptance of yourself through yoga and meditation techniques. Listen in as fascinating guests join the show to share their wisdom and help you on your spiritual journey. Join the show with your question or comment here on UnityOnlineRadio.org. Call now with your question or comment. 816-251-3555. That's 816-251-3555. Welcome back to Stop Stopping Yourself with Vincent Jenna. Welcome back. I'm glad that you're joining me today. Yes, this is the Stop Stopping Yourself show, where we will be discussing all of the different concepts and and philosophies and theories about how we wind up blocking ourselves and sabotage ourselves from fulfilling the dreams and creating the life that we desire and deserve. So um, I always want people to be able to bring their questions and their comments to me. And usually at the second half of the hour, we'll be discussing them. So 
we were talking about how to make 2018 a better 2019. So the last thing you want to do is say good riddance to 2019. I mean, 2018. So understand this, like living in the present moment, living in the present moment um, has nothing to do with ignoring everything that you've been through before. Um, it also has nothing to do with not even seeing the road ahead. Living in the present moment allows you to give conscious attention to what you're experiencing right now. And some of the things that you're experiencing right now are to help you go to tomorrow. Uh, there was a difference when, when it was said, when Jesus actually said, don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow has its own worries. He said, don't worry about tomorrow. He didn't say don't think about tomorrow. I mean, we all have plans and dreams and goals and desires. And just like my wife and I were looking forward to going on vacation and taking those trips, we had to make reservations uh, in different places. We had to decide the, the, the different curricular, extracurricular activities we want to do and excursions we wanted to take. So we had to think about the future. But in the process of doing that, we were enjoying that process. So we were enjoying looking at the things we were going to do tomorrow. We were enjoying picking out, oh, what do you want to do this? Oh, I want to go to the beer gardens. Nah, I'd rather go to the cuckoo clock place. I'm a cuckoo clock fan. And we had to go to the Black Forest when we were in Germany on the river cruise because that was the most incredible place for me. So we enjoyed the idea that we were going to do that. So the concept of not thinking about tomorrow and living in the here and now, we, we totally misunderstand that. The other thing that I'm always seeing on Facebook is if you keep looking behind you, you will never take your steps to tomorrow. I, I look forward instead of looking behind. Now that's complete paraphrase. I don't have that saying right in front of me, but here's the point of that. Also, when you're looking towards tomorrow, you're looking to events that you have not created or achieved yet. And that can very well make you feel like you're so far behind because so many of us look so far in the future and we always look to see what we want to be and could be. And then we remind ourselves that we're not there yet. Instead, if you turn around and look at where you've come from, you will actually see how far you've gone. That will be more of a motivation than anything else. So there is nothing wrong with looking behind you and the past of where you've come from. You always want to do that because it's a great reminder of your own strength. And I also promise you this, for the majority of people in the world, everybody keeps saying, I take two steps forward and 10 steps backwards. I can assure you this, most likely you've all taken 10 steps forward and only two steps backwards. Because if you truly have taken that many steps backwards, you wouldn't even be where you are today. 
you'd still be trying to get out of elementary school. You'd still be completely alone. You would not have any experiences, no matter what they were. I can assure you, you've taken more steps forward than backwards. It sometimes just feels that way. Okay, we have a caller now that I would like to go to. So um, this time around, we have got Angel. Angel, are you on the air with me now? Yes. Hey, how are you today? I am good. I was listening to the show and I wanted to ask, um, it says stop stopping yourself. And this is more relationship question, if that's okay, with my uh, significant other. But, ah, okay. Um, yes. So let me, wondering. first, before you ask the question, Angel, what I would like you to do with this question about your significant other, I would like you to think about 2018. Because that's what we were talking about. We were talking about the problems and the issues that occurred in 2018, how to change it for yourself in 2019. So think about some of the issues you had in 2018 and apply that to your question. So go ahead. Okay, so we, um, thinking of it in that way, we had some trust issues between each other in 2018. And I'm wondering, you know, you know, more or less how to fix that in 2019. Um, Yeah. Kind of a, you know, toxic feeling at times. Right. So without doing any psychic readings first, okay, because I'd rather this be about some of the experiences, in 2018, while you had those trust issues, what did you do to work on them? And be honest with yourself. Um, I don't, I, you know, I guess I didn't know what steps to take to work on. I I guess I would just, there's times where I would just kind of bite the bullet and just hope it's okay. But I don't know any real steps that I took as far as like, you know, in a productive way. Angel, that was an extremely honest answer. And I want to commend you for being courageous enough to share that. Because what you did is you just shared, you are a sampling of millions of people all over the world who are having difficulties in relationships. They experience exactly what you experience in some form or another. Maybe not the exact same event that led up to the trust problems and issues, but the majority of relationships that are conflicting and not healthy experience some form of trust issue. And more importantly, they don't know what to do to change it and to fix it. It it isn't a matter, and I will tell you this right now, it's not a matter of changing the other person. It's not a matter of the situation changing that's going to change the relationship. What Mm. is important, Angel, is that you change and heal yourself. And she has, your significant other, has to heal herself as well. Now, here's the thing that you have to understand, and I want everybody to listen. And Angel, you're a great example to everybody else, like I just said. So everybody listen to this. We are not with another person intimately to complete ourselves. That was fabulous romantic lines from Jerry Maguire and all other incredible movies, but no person completes you. 
They may complement you, but they do not complete you. You're already a complete person. That's how you were created. That's how we were all created. We're on this earth and we keep coming back in order to experience who we really are. The deeper the relationship we're in, the deeper we experience ourselves. So here you are in a loving relationship, Angel, and you are experiencing more of you than you are of her. You just don't understand it. Remember earlier in this uh, program, I said there is no such thing as victimization? Well, you're not a victim in a relationship either. You have to look at it that everything you are experiencing from the other person somehow, some way reflects something with inside of yourself. So let me give you this example. You say that you both have trust issues. I tell you, you have trust issues with yourselves. You do not trust yourselves, which is the reason why it's manifesting in your outer external relationship with your partner. So here's what you both need to do. And you need to do this together. My wife and I have been together. We just celebrated 46 years of our first meeting. And we've been together for 46 years. We're going on married 41 years. And this is how that relationship stood the test of time. When I had my spiritual awakening, we immediately each took our own spiritual journeys and learning about ourselves and trying to heal ourselves. But we did it together. So, Angel, what you have to do is grab a book Take a class, go to a workshop together about self-improvement, self-healing, self-love, self-belief, but do it together. That's what gives you strength in order to go through some of the things you're going to find out about yourselves. You both come from a distrusting background. Isn't that correct, Angel, when you were growing up? Yes, yes. Yes, there were some trust issues in your own family. So, of course, children are going to absorb that and take that on themselves. Uh, The two most important things you learn from your parents and your family and the adults in your lives while you're growing up is whether you're lovable and how to love yourselves. Those are the two most important things. So here's what happens. So you got the message somehow or another, and so did your significant other, um, that you were not trustworthy that you could not trust yourselves. So so your lives became shaky. You even questioned your own intuition, okay? And so now you attract a person who's just like that because like attracts like, and now the both of you are experiencing couple trust issues. Well, why not? You experience personal trust issues. Of course, you're going to experience couple trust issues. So work on healing that. Don't work on trying to change the other person's behaviors and attitudes. Well, if you act this way, I'm going to be able to trust you more. No, because trust of another person is actually a fallacy. We don't know what another person is going to do, not unless you're psychic and you really want to open that up and be a mind reader. You have no idea what choices the other person is going to make. Maybe through evidence of past choices you understand, but you have no idea what that's about. The only thing you can trust is you. 
your intuition, your wisdom, your experiences, what you've been through in your life helps you to open up and trust that you can handle everything that comes along. And when you do that, the both of you will begin to heal. Do it together. You're both worth it. And I can tell you right now, Angel, you've got a good relationship there. You've got broken hearts. And not because of what each other has done, but because of what you each have been through. Heal that, doing it together. Go watch some of those chick flicks and and open up and become emotional and touchy-feely with her. Share your feelings deep down and you can heal yourselves, which will automatically heal the relationship. Okay, Angel? Okay, thank you. Taking notes now. That will make your relationship in 2019 better. Okay? Thank you very much. You are very welcome. Thank you for calling. You take care now. You too. Thank you. Bye. Okay. So so we have Amanda out there now. And, and so that we're going to get a lot of calls and people questioning relationship. Relationship and vocation are the two top questions and issues that people experience that are, that are, are negative or off in their lives. So I'm constantly getting those questions. So everybody listen to my answers because so much applies to each person the same way, okay? Because that's who we are. So we've got another call here. Amanda, um, I want to get Amanda right now. Amanda, are you with me? Oh, Amanda, that's great. Welcome and thank you for calling in. Thank you for having me. Yes, Amanda, so tell me, what is your greatest issue that you experienced in 2018 that we can change for 2019? Well, I'm going to say that it, my biggest issue was my health, and I am determined to create a better, healthier 2019. And how did you plan on changing that for yourself to be able to create a healthier 2019? Um, so many plans. So lots of internal work, more self-love and um, more self-rituals, morning, night, just really kind of getting back to square one about taking care of myself mentally and physically and emotionally. So just really all of the aspects of health. Wow. Well, you hit the nail on the head, which is excellent, because you definitely have the right attitude heading into 2019. And and the most important part of that plan is the self-love aspect, okay? That is the most important part. Now, you sound fairly young to be experiencing so many different health issues. You're young, aren't you, Amanda? Relatively speaking. Yeah. Well, yeah, then again, everybody who's listening to the show is probably younger than me anyway. So... <laughs> Now, for to be young and to have this many problems physically, understand that you are a very caring, sensitive person and soul, and you were sensitive from a very early age. As a matter of fact, I'm actually feeling that in utero, you picked up a lot of your outer world and absorbed that. And a lot of the chaos that went on in the outer world while mom was pregnant with you, you actually picked that up. So the moment that you were born, Amanda, you started experiencing sensitive issues. 
And and because mm-hmm. of that sensitive now that now you get me here's here's the thing sensitivity people is not bad okay yeah. it's what allows us to be compassionate and loving however when it goes to the extreme that we take everything personally that's when it becomes a little destructive and that's when we have to gain a little bit more control understand that Amanda yep. Yeah. So here is the thing. You take things very personally at this point in your life. So what's so important about the self-love issue is you want to make sure that you do not need outside forces, outside relationships and people to determine your own self-worth and self-love. Okay. Understand that. You have to know that you're a value because you're a divine, magnificent being from the moment that you were created, the moment that this occurred, that your soul was manifested through word, through source, through spirit. You were perfect. You were incredible. But we forgot about that in in our existence. And so we need to gain that back. And it is not through the opinions or validation of others that determines your worth and value. Now, don't get me wrong. We all love getting validation. We all love being loved. I mean, love is the primary energy and force that keeps us even going. We actually came from love and we're made of love. So we love being fed love as well as we love feeding love to others. So Mm -hmm. I understand the need for it. However, the only way to attract more love in your life is the more you love. Love yourself and love the world. And not worry so much about what others think and say because most of their opinions are being filtered through their own issues and their own nonsense. I was always told by a very special minister friend of mine, Reverend Denise Schubert, she always said, your opinion of me is none of my business. And mm. that's exactly true with everyone in our lives, including our family members, Amanda. So yeah. it, they're going to have opinions of us based on their own filtration, based on their own things that they've gone through. And neither of, of our parents, our siblings, our relatives have led a perfect life. And so the way they love us is they only know how to do that by the way they love themselves. So you don't need their love in order to heal yourself. So you're on the right path and you've got an incredible attitude. But I'll tell you this too now, Amanda, because you're picking this up, at such a young age, and this is for everybody else out there, and I'm not, believe me, I know that you're not 17, 18 years old, for sure, so I'm not talking that young, but because (laughs) you're picking this up younger, you have an entire life ahead of you of unbelievable bliss and joy and fulfillment. To all young people who are trying, who are questing for a better life, a more fulfilled life, I say bravo to all of you for not waiting until you're in your 50s and 60s and 70s and then wondering how to fulfill your life and go after your dreams because you never did. Ask now, question now, and be genuine and honest with yourself now. And I know it's got to be hard for you to admit to yourself, Amanda, that 
that you may have caused all of these health issues. And I, and I will say that to people again, because we're not victims, then everything we experience in our lives, including health issues, diseases, cancers, financial issues, career issues, relationship issues, is, are all manifested by us. And as much as that can hurt, it also allows us to understand that we have total control over our lives and we can change everything. And you, it sounds like you are really on an incredible path. And yes, absolutely. It's not just a matter of taking a Calgon bath or getting your nails done that's pampering yourself <laughs> that's going to make your life better. And you and I both know that. It's yeah. what you do to heal the hurts, to love yourself, to reparent yourself and give to little Amanda maybe what she didn't receive enough of growing up and to really feed that inner soul knowing that by doing that, not only will you increase your self-love, you'll increase your love of the world and life because it extends out of us automatically. We don't have to heal our relationships with each other. We have to heal the relationship with ourselves. That's what's going to help with everyone else. And expect your knight in shining armor to be coming along because you're taking this journey. You understand that? Got it. Okay. Amanda, thank you so much for calling in. I totally appreciate it. I wish you all the best for your journey of 2019. Thank you. I hope you have the same. I'm excited for your journey on this show. I am too. It's going to be wonderful. If I keep having listeners like you, it's definitely going to be a great success. So you take care now, Yay. Amanda. Thank you. Have a good one. You too. So, wow, let me tell you something. If anybody out there feels that time has gone by quickly in your life, it certainly has. I cannot believe we're down to four minutes left. And Nancy, I'm going to do the best I can. I'm going to do a real quick call on you. So, so Nancy, if you can quickly just let me know. Okay, so... Um, no, can't. I'm sorry, Nancy is is not there. She left. But listen, folks, please come back and join me each week um, on this journey. Let's take it together. Let me do the best I can in using my 36 years of experience in the metaphysical, the spiritual, and the psychotherapy world to help you unblock your greatest dreams, desires, and purpose here. Everyone has come to this world and incarnated with a purpose. It's how we get to experience who we are, our greatest abilities and gifts. So you may not know what it is. You may know what it is and don't know how to pursue it, how to achieve it, how to, to believe in it. Well, let this each week, let's discuss that. Let's bring this to the surface. Let's help you learn how to stop stopping yourselves and get a hold of those psychological processes that go on, that get in our way. It's your defense mechanisms that we're going to talk about next week. Discover what's stopping you. Only 2 to 5% of the human mind is in conscious awareness. 
That means 95 to 98% is in complete unawareness. You have no idea what's at play in the majority of your own mind. No wonder why it's so hard to break the habits and the paradigms that get you to where you are today that you don't want to be and get in your way. No wonder why it's so difficult to break habits. So join me next week and let's really discuss what's stopping you. And I want you to also bring your issues and problems to this show. Let's discuss them. Let's share them because I can promise you this. You may be one person calling in. But there are thousands, if not millions, experiencing the same issue you are. After all, we are all one. We are all connected to the same place. And as Carl Jung called it, the collective unconscious mind that we are connected to, we as human beings get to experience love, compassion, caring, sorrow, hurt, all very similarly. We may have different levels of it, but we're more alike than we are unalike. So come and join me and share your experiences. And I promise you, you'll be touching the lives and the hearts of other people all over the world listening to the show as well. So I'm your host, Vincent Jenna. Thank you for joining me today on Stop Stopping Yourself and believe that Before you can believe in anything else, you must believe in yourself. I wish you the best on your journey. Have an incredible rest of the week. And I'll see you next week here on Stop Stopping Yourself, Unity Online Radio. Thanks for joining me. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. I'm Suzanne Giesman, and if you've ever wondered about life after death or if it's possible to connect with a higher consciousness, I invite you to join me for my podcast, Messages of Hope. It's my mission to share with you that our loved ones who have passed are always with us, and we are so very loved. I want to teach you how to live a consciously connected and divinely guided life. Listen here on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network.